1: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The Eagles bring their Hotel California tour to Capital One Arena tonight in Washington, D.C., where they'll play the entire album from start to finish. I spoke with Joe Walsh in 2015 about leaving the James gang to join the Eagles for Hotel California, helping country poets Don Henley and Glenn Frey learn how to rock. Hey, Joe. uh, How you doing? Oh, pretty good how you doing
2: i'm doing okay man i'm 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 rocking here
1: (laughs) that's awesome where where are you joining where are you joining us from right now on the phone
2: i'm in los angeles uh eagles finished up for the year
1: Mm
2: -hmm. and we had a wonderful summer and uh so i'm on r&r here till september
1: so you're playing on the national mall, you're rallying to raise awareness about uh addiction right why is that Why is that an important cause for you to play for
2: well it, uh uh being a recovered alcoholic, I can relate and it's apparent to me and a lot of people that addiction is rampant in the united states and i'm I'm talking about. Okay, I'm talking about illegal drugs, I'm talking about prescription drugs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm talking about junk food, I'm talking about alcohol, I'm talking about cigarettes, uh, and, and, and uh, physically, medically, it's tearing, tearing the country to pieces.
1: Absolutely. So and
2: I don't think the government or Congress has the right take on it.
1: So what what do you think would be the right take? What are they what are they missing right now?
2: Just realizing that uh everybody should realize that people who are addicted to something need help. Yeah. And there are there there's no there's no Nothing in place when somebody needs help. Right. So, uh, some kind of regional hotline, some kind of counseling, some kind of help getting that gives them a shot to get off whatever they're on.
0: Definitely. Because
2: you know when you when you get addicted to something, you didn't plan that when you first tried it. Right. You tried it because it made you feel good. Yeah. And then when when you realize that, oh, my God, I feel terrible unless I have some more, then it's too late.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's... Int- there's some very serious uh, addictions that you brought up. Um, the one addiction that, if we can segue here a little bit, the one addiction that has been healthy for us has been our addiction to your music, sir. Um, <laughs> see how we did that? A good addiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I mean, seriously, um, you know, between your solo stuff and then obviously all this stuff with the Eagles. Um, you know your your songs are so popular that I feel like they're literally played all over the place. You know, you go to a grocery store, it's there. You turn on your car radio, it's there. Um, does a day go by that you you don't hear your music somewhere? <laughs>
2: oh well, sometimes I just stay home, so I won't have to hear any of my music. How's that?
1: There you go. If it comes-
2: no, that's not that's not true. Yeah, I, I, I'm amazed. I, I really am. I, I I'm so grateful and and very humble about it. And, you know, I have the best of both worlds. I have, uh, I'm in a great band. Uh, The Eagles are, Mm -hmm. it's a a privilege to be a part of a band like that. Absolutely. Uh, And we do things a certain way. And that is everybody has an assignment of a part to sing and a part to play. Mm -hmm. And if we all show up and do exactly that, it turns into something bigger than any of us individually. And that's great. That's one way to do it. And we do it really good. But when I go out solo, I get a chance to open up a little. First of all, I get to turn up a little because the Eagles are a singing group, first of all. And play it different every night mm-hmm. and freeform it more. Definitely. And, and uh, I get to play smaller places where the interaction with the audience is, is much higher quality mm-hmm. and everybody has a good seat. Mm hmm. And so I really have the best of both worlds. I, I get to do both of those things. There are not a lot of musicians who 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 can do that.
1: Definitely. You mentioned how you guys eat you know, each of you guys had a, a really successful solo career in addition to the stuff you guys all did together. Is there anything that you learned from Don or Glenn um, that that made you a better solo artist? Or and is there anything you think they learned from you in their solo career?
2: What I learned from from them is uh, all about singing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're great. Don is a great songwriter. Glenn is a great songwriter. And they sing great. There's a magic when they sing together. Mm-hmm. And I studied that and how do you do it? How do you do it? who sings what? And uh, there's all kinds of tricks that they knew and being around them has made me a much better much better at the craft of songwriting.
1: Absolutely.
2: It's opened up a whole new uh, a whole new department of the big picture the way I look at things. And I'm really grateful. I think what I did for them was to uh, rock and roll a little bit. <laughs> uh, they didn't really know how, but they wanted to. Right. And so I came in and uh, did what I do. And it took the Eagles up a notch, I would like to think up a notch, but it just defined the direction a little more, uh, a little more focused, because they, they were nervous about painting themselves into a country rock label corner.
1: Right, which it was at first for a while. It was yeah. It was more like that, yeah, and then you helped yeah. it rock.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, they wanted to. So now they know how, <laughs> and it it mutated into what the Eagles are now, and that's what we all wanted. So hmm. that it all interfaces and works natural.
1: It's kind of the best of both worlds. All of those different uh, styles and forms and genres are kind of all fused together. That's what makes you guys so unique, I think.
2: Yeah, we're an American band.
1: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think um, I'm pretty sure I read that your your guys, your your first, you know, the greatest hits you released kind of trades blows with Michael Jackson's Thriller as the top-selling album of all time. You, I, yep. th- I think the only bands that have outsold you are the Beatles and Zeppelin. I mean, ha- how crazy is it to be in that... Such elite class right there.
2: Well, you you two claims they've sold Ah, more, (laughs) but I don't know about that.
1: You'll dispute it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we go back and forth with with Michael Jackson. Uh, We were winning, and then he was winning, and then we were winning again. And I tell you what, then unfortunately he died. But his catalog went nuts after that.
1: Right, right.
2: So uh, I, I doubt we'll do this, but... Uh, If we all kill ourselves, our catalog will go... Overtake his, but we're not going to do that.
1: Yeah, let's hope you don't do that. But you know, some no. someday down the road when you guys have left this beautiful earth, maybe you guys will get a similar spike in sales. But for now, we'll, we'll yeah, we're not done yet. For now, yeah, no way. For now, we'll we'll cherish having you around, please, for a while. Yeah, longer. good. <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> twisted, but <laughs> but that's what we that's what we expect from Joe Walsh. He's gotta, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got to say something twisted in there.
2: We'll uh, let it. We'll let it. Michael lead. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll let him have that for a while now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. got to be crazy. I mean, when you set out, to, you know, when, when you're younger and you're first starting playing, it's got to be crazy to think that one of your albums will be owned by more people than any other album. Like, do, does that just blow your mind?
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, we we were up and coming, and we knew we were pretty good. We really... Had no idea that Hotel California would affect as many people on the planet mm-hmm. as it did, yeah, but we were we were coming out of Southern California, and there was a musical community there that was all kind of thinking in the same the same pattern, and uh, it just kind of happened. It just kind of happened, but it it is a great feeling to know that we did something that really affected the the world, and I would hope for, for the
1: better. Absolutely, and you mentioned a second ago about how uh, you said that comment was a little twisted. But and I, I said how you know we expect that edge from you. Um, you used to sing about you know reputation for destroying hotel rooms, all kinds of crazy, edgy stuff you did. How did that start? Do you have any wild stories, party stories, anything like that?
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> we played in Chicago, mm-hmm. and and there was a knock on the door, and. Oh my God, it was John Bellucci. <laughs> and John came in my room, and we became really good friends uh, over the next period of time. And when, one time I went to hell raising with him uh, in Chicago. Mm-hmm. he showed me the town. And all I'll tell you is it costs $23,000 to check out.
1: <laughs> you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. All but right. we had a good time. We don't have time to get into the, all the stories. You know what? Uh, we were young and and uh, achieved an amount of success beyond our wildest imagination. And uh, I'll just say
1: this. You we
2: got to the point where we could do
1: anything we wanted. So we did. Awesome. Well, that's so awesome. Um, I know we got to wrap it up here. So um, let's, can we just end real quick with, I have some really rapid fire, fun questions. I'll throw it out and you can answer me real quick and we'll just wrap it on to the next one. All right. And they're all, I'll give it my best. All right. They're all puns on your song lyrics. So here we go. Have you ever stood on the corner in Winslow, Arizona? Uh,
2: No. Glenn stood on a corner with Jackson Brown. That's how they wrote that.
1: Have you ever stayed at the Hotel California, and is it a lovely place, like they say?
2: You know what? There's about five places that say they're the Hotel California.
1: Ah, okay.
2: And none of them are. Mm -hmm. Hotel California was a, 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 a abstract...
1: Like a metaphor. <laughs> yeah,
2: a metaphor an abstract uh, vision of that's the way Los Angeles was before any of us made it. Nobody in, in California was from California, everybody was from Ohio and Texas.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Alright, on to the next one. Uh, do you consider yourself brutally handsome and do you know anyone who's terminally pretty? Yeah, both of those. <laughs> All right, tell me, Desperado, is, uh, is the Queen of Hearts really always our best bet? Yeah, uh, that that's love. All right, and the last one from Already Gone. Um, is it true that so many of us live our lives in chains and we never even know we have the key? And how do we find the key?
2: Um, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, st- st- I would say stay in the present, get out of the past. Get out of the future, stay present, and be happy.
1: That's great advice, and I think that's the perfect place to leave it, Joe. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. After Glenn Frey's death, the Eagles were honored at the 2016 Kennedy Center Honors, where I caught up with Bob Seeger to discuss the band's legacy. Mr. Seeger, I remember the, I think at the Eagles doc, I remember seeing uh, a little interesting tidbit that pre-Eagles, Glenn almost was your bassist. Is that Go into that, go
0: into that. No, yeah, we played uh, together. We started to have a band together. And my manager, who was also his manager, his first manager, Uh this is like uh, 1965, 66. Uh, said you guys are too headstrong you'll never live, live through the, for, for the same band so he wanted to stay separate bands but we were such good friends i knew him 49 years i met him when he was 17 i was 20. you know so i'm doing heartache tonight tonight which we wrote together yeah, A- 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 we started it out writing it out together. I actually wrote the heartache tonight part, <laughs> no, no, no. and Glenn wrote all the verses, and then Don and, and, and JD Souther finished the song. Yeah. So great. Yeah. So
1: how you know it's got to be bittersweet then to be here, but at oh. least at least you know he's he's got to be looking down enjoying your performance. Yeah, I,
0: mean, I just saw Cindy and the kids, his wife and the kids, and and Cindy said, he's here, he's here.
1: How did the Eagles change music? Because I believe their, their greatest hits go, trades places with Michael Jackson's Thriller. as the top-selling album ever. I mean, yeah, but talk exactly. about their impact and, and just how beloved
0: they were. Well, most successful album in the 20th century. That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more.
1: <laughs> uh, no. In addition to Bob Seger, the red carpet also included Darius Rucker of Hootie and the Blowfish, who hailed the Eagles' legacy.